magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) We almost didn't make it this week. Nope, but we're doing it. (laughs) We're doing it. Yeah. We've had some, uh, my husband and our producer, um, his father died on the other, uh, I don't even know, time and space are not, uh, I I don't know. Hopefully I can speak during this podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm okay. I'm just very, it feels a little disorienting. Yeah. Uh, but cause he's been gone and it's, it is very sad, but I also feel, I mean, every time I talk to him, it's really sad, but, um, I also feel a little distant from it cause he's in Arizona with his family. Um, but I have had to also care for, um, are you worried you're not recording? I just moved the box so I can see while oh, I'm talking now. Okay, okay. I'm getting better at this whole thing. So now <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't have just to keep checking. checking. It's just there. <laughs> um, I've had, for those who don't know, we have 16 animals, but those three and three are dogs. The rest are cats. Oh, boy. As I said, that one is chirping in the background but anyway these three dogs man are more work than those 13 cats times a lot yeah because you i have because we don't have a fenced in yard so i have to walk them and wake up early and and they the chihuahuas are not uh, apparently chihuahuas don't potty train well oh this is a thing with the chihuahuas so i have to take them out to pee like every three hours it's not unlike having an infant. Yeah, and it's just you, and, and you have two kids. Me. And two human children. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a lot, and I am an air sign, a double air, lots of air, and so I feel like when when um, I have to be in charge of a lot, I get spacey. Mm. That's my reaction. Now, you as a very earthy sign... Yeah. When you have to be in charge of a lot of things, do you get more grounded? Oh, sometimes. Sometimes I get out of balance. Sometimes I get more grounded. When I get out of balance, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say I get spacey. I don't know how I would describe it. Um, Anxious? Oh, okay. Yeah. So like more energy maybe? Yeah, like feeling wired, but Mm. also tired. Sometimes. Mm, like wired and tired. Yeah, I had that the other day. Yeah. By Tess Whitehurst. <laughs> you had that the other day? Yeah, and then I was actually going to talk about that. I oh. That'll come in later in, um, okay. in the... Okay, a little foreshadowing. Yeah, the practical magic. Oh, okay. We don't want to have a spoil... spoil no spoilers. Nope. Um, yeah, that's... In, yeah, I've had this... I think it's... Yeah, my whole life... When I was a kid, I was super spacey, and I realize now it was a reaction to my um, home life, which oh, was like, not like pleasant. disconnecting. Yeah, yeah. Because I always feel more comfortable in the higher realms. You know, I'm like a energy read. I'm I am an energy reader. I was going to say like a medium. Um, and you are a medium, right? I don't like to call myself that because I 
always say I don't oh. direct channel, but I think just in, for people to understand what I do, that's basically what it is. That you communicate. I mean, I think of yeah, those commun- people who communicate with people who oh, on the other okay. side or animals. Oh, okay. So, yes. And so that's like where I naturally just kind of like go into that place. I don't feel naturally grounded and growing up like that. I think trauma created that anyway. So then when I'm in a place of like of anxiety, I get spacey. Oh, yeah. I'm a lot better than I was. Oh, my gosh. I used to be. Did I already talk about this on this podcast about when for my birthday, a friend gave me a bunch of my keys? No. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. No, you did. A bunch of keys. Yeah. Yeah, And that you lost them all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like permission to not have to think about them. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to be, I don't do that anymore. Um, I used to lose everything. They used to call me the absent-minded professor in school. Oh, no, there's the dog. But, yeah, so I'm nowhere near that bad, especially because I meditate every morning and I consciously connect. But, yeah, that's I am feeling a little bit spacey, so just bear with me, everybody. I think that's a good example of how um... – for so many of us, the childhood trauma that we experienced mm-hmm. contribute once we learn to balance it and manage it and mm-hmm. heal it continually, then we can like actually have so many gifts. Like, mm-hmm. like your gifts might have been enhanced and mm-hmm. intensified, you know, like by that. learning to disconnect. Then that was like a side effect was you mm-hmm. also learned how to connect with other realms. Right. That's true. I used to have, um, <laughs> I don't think I talked about this before. I don't know why, but I used to keep like a running list of people who had died, like just random people that I would read about in the paper. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and then I would just talk to them at night, like as I fell asleep. Oh, that is so interesting. <laughs> did you there tell are... people? Did, pe- did your parents know or did you just I secretly think my mom knew she was weirdly – she was not like a nurturing person, but – and she was mean, really. But she was weirdly, like, open to many different things uh-huh. that did not um, make sense if you knew her because she was not tolerant person. And yet she was super liberal and, like, like you know, accepting of, like, all different types of people. But – so, yeah, I don't think she would have. I feel like she did know I was doing that. For some reason, I remember, like, when the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz died and talking to him at night. Oh, Edwin? Was that Edwin? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it not. was the lion. I don't know. But for a while, I had a collection, and then it got too long, and so I just kind of gave it up. That's so I interesting. I lots of imaginary friends. I had a whole school of imaginary friends. I was huh. alone a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that is like, because I talk about too how um, people who are abused Mm -hmm. when they're kids often, like you, I think a lot of people who are intuitive um, were abused as kids because you learn how to, you need to, to survive, to like try to figure out your environment and tune into people's motivations and their plans and yeah, so, exactly. That was definitely what I, I had to like be very super attuned to my mom. That's for sure. Yeah, and then the tra- traumas also. I think there's a. I've noticed with myself that like moments that were intense trauma, like when my parents got divorced when I was four, mm-hmm. when I was molested, when I was in my mm-hmm. early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like we often have a ability to 
connect more strongly with that aspect of ourselves. So like I can be a, a four-year-old. I can tap into oh, my inner four-year-old or I can tap into my inner 12-year-old. And there's like, there's a, a lot of creative potential in that too. Like it's interesting to see the, just the blessings of the yeah. traumas we've gone through. Yeah. Well, what is that Rumi quote about the light comes in? Oh yeah. What is it? I don't know. It's something about the cracks. There's also yeah. a Leonard Cohen lyric. Oh, maybe that's the one. Maybe I'm mixing up Leonard Cohen. I feel like I always am like, is that Rumi or is that Leonard Cohen? And maybe it's because they both have something like that. That's funny. Um, well, so I just want to say ahead of time that um, our wonderful producer is not here to help with the dogs. So there may be dog noise. Yeah, it's I just think, something we all have to all right. accept in our lives <laughs> <laughs> if yep. you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I think we can handle it. I was – on a quick side note, I was – we watched this movie on Netflix. I forget what it's called. A Dog's uh, – I don't remember. Something about this – this couple um, had started a dog sanctuary in their house and it really was like – Reminded me so much of our, I was, our, of our house. I was like, we just have a sanctuary. It's many. I mean, they had 70 dogs. So oh. they had a lot of dogs. Yeah. I could, I mean, dogs, like I said, so much more work. They that's, seem like it. Yeah. I haven't had a dog as an adult, but oh, uh, really? that's part of why. Cause it's like, okay, am I ready for that amount of responsibility? It's like a child. Yeah. Like a small child. They yeah. are so great though. I mean, right. if we did just have the chihuahuas and not, our boxer mix, then it probably would be easier. But because they don't need to be walked. Mm. But or if we had a fenced in yard, maybe it would be easier. I don't want to discourage anyone from getting a dog because they are really great. I love them so very much. great. And everyone should have one. Um. All right. Well, our this was this is our check in, I guess. <laughs> um. Well, the check-in – okay, well, the cards from last week, I was yes. trying to remember. We oh. got the swan, which was transformation. Oh, wow. And then Tasha – Tosha Silver's deck. Was it, it was something about intuition. Do you remember? No. Dang. <laughs> we are not good at this. <laughs> um, but I do – I have been definitely – I was thinking about when you did the session for me, the energy reading, and mm-hmm. you helped me see that the – stuff with eating and body image that I've been going through that that was so connected to my family mm-hmm. that you tapped into that I was on some level afraid I wouldn't be in that family anymore oh, mm-hmm. if I didn't have it. Right. And I think that has been so such a huge deal for me because this oh, week, wow. I mean, like that swan card, the transformation, man, I just – I never thought I would feel this body positive. Like I, wow. I mean, I didn't even know what it was like. To just that's be like, so yeah, that's exciting. how my belly looks. That's wow. how my body looks. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's really amazing. Awesome. I know. It's like, it's just Wow. Really I am not at that place, but I think I am larger than you. Oh, well, but. And, there, and we get more messages about larger is not good in this that's society. True. Also, is- my mother was all her obsession was with her stomach. She always talked about how fat her stomach was. Oh. All like non I mean that's not true, but a, like a lot. So, yeah. and now I have like that's apparently genetic cuz like 
I didn't even realize, this is how, like, distorted her body image was. Like, she wore these huge, she called them schmatas, like these big dresses to cover herself. But at some point I realized, like, she has, she had, like, muscular arms and legs. Like, and they were thin. Hmm. And she would just cover up her whole body. So she seemed like she was larger. Oh, yeah. People don't, sometimes people think that's making them look smaller when... Really... I don't even think she I think she just in her head thought she was so fat like Aww. she was always saying that and anyway um so I it's interesting because in some ways I feel like this is ancestral healing for me because I now feel like I'm being presented with this opportunity to love my stomach as it is you know which is like hers in some ways yeah and it really is healing like if I heal this it heals the past you know when yeah. you heal the present, you heal your past and your future. Yeah, and your ancestors and your descendants. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I just made this about me. But that's so great about that you're feeling that way. Thank you. And I'm glad you made it about you too. I mean, that's the point. We're checking I in. I guess so. I feel like you are low. I'm just going to – this is going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes talk because Brett's not here. But um, I'm just going to turn you up a little. In okay. my ears. Um, also, oh, how does Ted, your partner, feel about this? He's really supportive. Oh, that's great. He's so <laughs> relieved. And he's so surprised that I was so hungry for so long. He had no idea. You're kidding. No, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't. It, ju- it didn't occur to me. Like, I just didn't oh realize. Gosh. Yeah, that's why. And I. And so now I remark on it. I feel like at least once a day. Like, <laughs> I just can't tell you how much easier life is now that I've had enough to eat. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's oh really gosh. interesting. I know. It's a, And then I marvel, like, how did I not realize how wow. – I mean, yeah. It's, and now it just seems so simple. Like, well, of course I should love the way my body looks when I give it enough food to eat. Like, what? yeah, That's how it wants to look. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's amazing. Thanks. And yes, are I'm... you eating – Oh, you don't like sweets. Or you well, do. no, actually, I've been eating so much chocolate. It you has, have? Yeah, because right. I didn't eat any sugar for so long, and now I've just been like, yay, it's another day when I can <laughs> eat some chocolate. <laughs> I don't know how much longer it's going to go on that I'm eating this amount of chocolate. Yeah, probably it it quite well, a lot. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I went through that, I told you, with the sugar. Yeah. But then today I was having a hard day, and this is also part of intuitive, intuitive eating is like, Sometimes you are going to emotionally eat, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I think it's really all about being conscious with everything, you know, in our lives. Yeah, but that – the honestly, like, the fuck it diet, I should send her a letter of gratitude because <laughs> I've never in all my life ever seen anything that threw every rule out the window. Like, no guilt. Yes. Like, really, yes. just stop feeling like you're eating something wrong. <sighs> like, like food is inherently bad or like yes. certain kinds of food are bad. Like just stop that. <laughs> yeah. It's just so liberating. Oh, I do have to tell a story about this. I hope fully our audience isn't like, you know what? You can fast forward past all our eating stuff, but <laughs> it relates to everything. Um, I went to the doctor for the first time since I started this and I wasn't I decided I wasn't going to weigh myself because I stopped weighing myself. Oh, yeah. You can do that at the doctor. You can, but this lady did not like it. And also Uh, I was like geared up to feel worried about it. And it was my first time at this practice. 
And already when she greeted me, I was like, oh, no, I don't have a friend in this person. Uh, <laughs> she just oh. was like not – she was just real stern, which is fine. That's her deal. But then she was like, okay, just get on the scale. And I was like, well, I'm not going to – I don't want to weigh myself. And she's like, um, okay, well, how much do you weigh? Uh, I was like, well, I don't know because I don't weigh myself. Yeah. But I had gotten so anxious about this, and I don't know why, like, I don't have a problem with confrontation, but I had built myself up to feeling so worried about it that then she took my um, blood pressure, and it was really high. Oh. Because I was anxious, and then I was like, I think we should, let's do that again after I answer all the questions, and then she did it again, but it only been a, it had only been five minutes, and it did go down 15 points, but... I know it wasn't accurate. Yeah, no, that happens actually to my brother every single time because he oh, hates really? the doctor. He's so has so much anxiety around doctors in general oh, that his blood wow. pressure always shows up as being crazy high, even oh, though it's not. Wow. But How's, yeah, but I that's know? hard. I'm sorry about that. I yeah, it's no one should make you weigh yourself if you don't want to. I know. I was just asking, how does he know that it's high? Because I want to take it at home, but those things never work. Like, has he ever taken his blood pressure anywhere else? Yeah, because my dad always has like a for oh some reason God. laying around. <laughs> he always and he'll put it on us when we're just at his house. So, oh my gosh! And we it's so always funny. a kind of a contest whose blood pressure is going to be the lowest. I usually um. win. Oh, what are you? <laughs> I don't know. Usually. It's pretty low, like 60 over something. I don't what? Know. That means you're dead. <laughs> 60 well, over something. Or some, maybe something over 60. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. pay That's attention. That's I don't better. pay attention. I was going to say, we should be concerned. We don't want to get to I like, remember he, like, 60 is in there somewhere. I see. It's because he works at a mortuary. He's been like putting it on dead people. And oh, then he's like, well, oh. just to make sure. <laughs> It's like their blood pressure. This is what you want to get to, Ted. <laughs> he really does work at a mortuary. He does. Anyone doesn't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So, well, that's – so you're saying that the swan, you feel like you've transformed. Like transformed, yeah, in a way that I, I mean, wouldn't have expected in wow, my lifetime. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, I guess for me, since Brett's dad died, in a way, that was a big transformation. Yeah. And Brett's going to be going through that too. Um, But yeah, aside from that, I can't think of any transformation that happened. But that's pretty big. That's a pretty big transformation. Yeah. And when something like that happens, you kind of lose, lose like a rudder, like an anchor, an ability to assess. Assess what? Uh, Like how you're feeling. I mean, I I feel like when I've been in grief, it's been like, just, I just don't feel like myself. Right. For long periods of time. Yes. it's it, Grief is hard. We talked about this last time, but, man, grief is hard. And you just got to go through it. It's yeah, like, there's no way around it. No. And there are gifts in it, but it's really hard to feel it when you're in it. But we, ta- I think we did talk yeah, about that Yeah, it's just time. part of being a human. Because yeah. I, ju- I judged myself like, oh, why am I not over this? Or maybe I should uh, try to heal this faster. I didn't... Uh, and then I learned, like, it's you just got to go through it, and it hurts, and it's scary Did and sad. Did somebody die? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking my biggest grief in my life was my cousin Logan that I talked about oh, last week. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah. And people who, I mean, I who experience grief at a very young age, that really changes you fundamentally. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ted's <laughs> mom died in a car accident when he was 16 or oh, 15. Thank you. And yeah. that he just is like, I would be a totally different person if that hadn't happened. Oh, my gosh. I know. crazy. I know. I don't know why I keep saying gosh. I think it's because instead of God. Um, but I'm aware of it right now because Brett is – grew up Mormon. He's not Mormon anymore. But um, when he's home, he says, gosh, to not offend them. Oh, um, and uh, <laughs> now I'm picking up on it. It's a Midwestern thing, too. Is it? Yeah. Midwesterners oh. often say, gosh. Really? Yeah. In my experience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you're from the Midwest and you disagree with that, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Um, I don't think we have any questions this week, but if anybody wants to write in to Magic Monday Podcast, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. At, Gmail, at Gmail. Magic Monday Podcast at Gmail or on your site. Um, you can ask us questions. What should they ask about? Uh, Advice, anything, energy or new um, age questions, new age related, paganism. Mm-hmm. I like advicey questions. Do you not like them? I do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but I like them to be applicable to everyone. Like, a, well, it's I very, like, very specific. Oh, like, am is my cat going to die? Oh, that was really <laughs> dark. Oh no! You know why? It's because I had a reading today where I had to look at that, and it's oh, really been stuck. And on you're my just mind. in a dark space. I mean, yeah, but, that yeah. can happen. It just pops into your head when you're going through stuff like well, that. Well, I think yeah, that one really got to me today. Aww. But I think that's why. I, said that. I was yeah. trying to think of something specific. Um, yeah, I often feel though, like when people call into advice shows, for instance that it's often um, ends up being applicable to everybody. Yeah, and also it can just people. be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So it I depends on the question, I guess, right if I like in, it or not. And if we reject it, don't feel bad. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Kidding. It's worth a try. <laughs> we like questions. I love them. Um. Oh, so should we? What do we do now? <laughs> Next, I have a list. Next, oh, we great. do the energy report. Oh, Are you ready okay. for the energy report? Sure. Now it's time for the energy report. <laughs> um, so that's where I uh, talk about trends I've noticed energetically in my readings this week. Um, so this week, first of all, I took some of it technically off. I took it off my calendar online because of because I was alone here with everybody, but I did have some regulars who text me and then I I did them. But it was this strange it was a lot of animals this week. Oh. So I don't know how that's gonna apply to everybody. That's what I was like gonna try. But um yeah, it was a lot of grief though. Oh that's also a theme. I wonder if people are going through a lot of, I mean, it seems like even though it was related to animals, that there is a lot of grief going on. Interesting. And also maybe you're you're resonating with that and that's that could be. Yeah. Maybe I'm attracting that into well, the but sphere. It's still still like a wave of energy that you're in. And mm-hmm, that's why you're mm-hmm. like Yeah, bringing it in. Yeah. But um one thing I did notice, some information I got was about changing energy levels and I feel like sometimes my stuff is repetitive and yet it's still I think that's what inner growth work is does yeah repetitive sometimes um but it's all there's always 
new ways of looking at it, hopefully, at least energetically speaking. Um, so one thing I was looking at was in regards to this is changing your energy level. Now, when you're in grief, I do think you need to, um, just feel it. You have to, the, the only way out is through with grief. Yeah. Have I talked before about changing energy levels? I don't think so. Okay. So, um, for instance, if you're holding on to this also, I mean, they weren't all about animals. Sometimes it is about like cutting off from, like if you're trying to change a pattern in your life, for instance, I'll just um, talk personally. Like I, I got a lot of invalidation from my dad um, later in life, interestingly, not in the beginning, but um, and I real I've just been realizing so much how that's not mine. And I feel like we have talked about that before too. But I realize just like the more I clear it out, the more I realize it's just like an energy level in my space that I don't need anymore. Okay. That is not mine. So I'll be feeling kind of, I don't know, what's a good, just like down or like, you know that feeling when you go on Instagram, for instance, and start comparing yourself to people? Um, I don't know if you ever no, do that. No, just but. because I, of the people I follow, I don't have, like, the people who are trying to impress me. Right, right. But just in general, that's kind of a thing. It's yeah, funny on my, on my business account, that's how I am. But on my personal account, even people that I wouldn't have thought would trigger me. If I'm in an invalidating energy field, I'll find a way to invalidate myself. Oh, okay. I like, know that's a huge thing on social media. I just like, yeah. I, I can imagine it. You're like, I'm just above it. <laughs> I just, like, it's, I think it's the people I follow. That yeah. is what they post. I, it's not, for some reason, doesn't trigger me. Yeah. Well, no, that's good. But you know the feeling of yes. comparing yourself yes, to somebody sure. and not feeling good. Um, but, um, or it doesn't even have to be on Instagram, but just sometimes I can just walk around because I have this invalidation feeling. I can just wake up and feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah. And I don't, it doesn't even have to be based on anything I see, but then I can see something innocuous and turn it into invalidation. Right. Now okay. that's just one example of an energy level. It could be anything. It could be any kind of, of, of feeling that you're just you I mean we've talked about it with you like carrying around that feeling you didn't even know that you had about um eating uh-huh and food so so is it like what I mean I I think I would often call this a pattern yeah you can call yeah sure mm -hmm. okay yeah it's a pattern yes definitely that exists energetically as what well, because when you have thoughts or whatever a thought pattern would you call it a thought pattern? Yeah, or, or sometimes pattern? a program. Like when I do a mm -hmm. kasha clearing, it's like a, a like a program, like a virus scan, like something you're clearing. Yes, out. yes. So, um, and we, I keep saying we talked about this, but um, yeah. So it can, uh, so any kind of program, pattern, whatever, it shows up in your field, in your aura. And it exists there. Like for, for me, whenever I see invalidation in anybody, it's like a brown, just kind of yucky. Oh. That doesn't feel good. So clearing it out, if you're going to do it, I mean, I always like to vacuum out with gold. But finding other ways to just change your energy level also is really helpful. Like, for instance, today, I'll use another example um, other than invalidation. My kids were fighting 
and I left the house and I just felt bad because it was that energy. And I was like, I need to change this energy level. So I put on music that I knew would make me feel good. Oh, yeah. Music is so good for that. Music is so good. So there are simple ways if you're not going to do it energetically um, that you can, because I, um, sorry, I was going to say you can do specific things depending on what it is. Like if it's a worth thing, you can vacuum it out. Just imagine it vacuum it out, blow it up and then bring in pink light into your heart or bring in a feeling of like really someone who loves you so much, oh, you yeah. know, changing that energy level with invalidation. It's different, something else, but, but just changing it by like dancing or, um, I'm trying to think of other ways besides music, laughter. Like if you watch a funny oh, yeah. show, yeah. I mean, that's or crying. comedy is so, oh, crying. Yes. Yeah. That's a big release. Yeah. If watch you just a sad movie. Yes. But I think, um, it's really important to feel all your feelings, but at some point, especially if it's just like a pattern given to you, that's not even really yours and you don't actually agree with, like, I know I'm not in, in like, not valid as a person. Right. <laughs> but it can feel like that because I've taken it on. At that point, then it needs to be a decision. Like, I'm not going to take this on. I'm going to change this energy level. Yeah. So I think that's my lesson for the week is I experiment with that if you're kind of in a funk. Now, if you're in grief, you it's tricky because you do have to just let yourself feel the feelings. And the feelings can be so many different feelings. Oh, so many different feelings. And yeah, just not feeling like yourself and feeling yeah. unclear. Maybe you feel angry. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be any number of ways you feel. Yeah. But if you do, if you can kind of give yourself a break at all to do something like dance or laugh mm -hmm. or cry or go for a swim, like exercise. There's so many different ways to really shake things up. Yeah. To and like shake clear up that clutter. energy. Oh yeah. Clear clutter. I, yeah, that does feel good. Um, I actually like the whole experience of that. Um, there's lots of ways. It doesn't have to be just like in meditation. Sometimes you have to physically do it. Yeah. And I love what you're saying too, because I feel like this is one of the gifts. I mean, like one of the main gifts of metaphysical mm -hmm. and magical living is remembering when you remember everything is energy, you know yeah. that you can work on the level of energy to shift emotions, to shift mm -hmm. beliefs, to shift conditions. So it's mm -hmm. just remembering that like, oh, I can change this if I want. Yes. I mean, although again, in grief, sometimes you well, I guess you can kind of change it just by being conscious with and it. And feeling it. And feeling it, yeah. yeah. letting it be, letting yourself off the hook, having compassion for yourself. You know, there's a yes. number of ways. It's, it's, there's no one, you know, cookie cutter yes. way of dealing with emotions yes. or energy. It's like just being present with what is and seeing what you can do in the moment. Yeah, it really is a creative process. Yeah. Just think like, okay, what can I do? What would feel good? Especially like bringing a lot of love into your heart. Like just imagining, I don't know, like being with somebody, a pet, like my cat Greg, 
when I just even touch Greg, I, he's like, I say he's like my Prozac. Like, Aww. just immediately this calm comes over me, <laughs> and I just feel so good. Even if I wasn't in a, a bad mood or something, just like, he's just like joy. Oh, I love great, that. Oh, he's the best. So, I can, you can conjure that up and specifically give it to your heart. Um, yeah, to change. Yeah. To change mood. That is, I mean, I guess there is that love. Pure divine love is yes. a, is a cure-all. It <laughs> really is. I like to, when I'm having, if I feel like maybe I feel self-conscious around Ted or I feel like mm-hmm. in some way worried about our relationship, I like to just mm-hmm. pour the energy of love all over, you know, him and me and mm-hmm. just like surround us in a sphere of light and any situation where I feel... um Worried or so, uncomfortable to mm-hmm. when I can remember that, like just put it all in in light, the light of love. It that yes. is a good place to start often, and then that can often also open up your intuition for other ways that you can work with Definitely. the energy. Definitely, yes. When you clear off from anxiety, um, when you can, yeah, clear off the edge of anxiety, you automatically open to your own intuition so much more. So noticing your breath can help with that or stopping and taking, saying, I'm just going to take three deep breaths right now. I really think that love is the cure for anxiety. Yeah. I mean, like connecting to love. It's really hard to feel anxious and really in the loving space. You're so right. I mean, and that is, it says that in the New Testament too, the opposite oh, really? of love is fear. I mean, oh, or fear is the opposite I guess of love. I'm like Jesus with yeah. my, my uh, thoughts. <laughs> very, very Jesus-like. Me and Jesus. <laughs> the old Jesus. No, I do love Jesus. He was great. <laughs> yeah. I used to say he was my number one imaginary boyfriend. <laughs> and number two was Martin Luther King. Oh, I don't remember who else was on there. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I can tap into the Jesus energy, the Christ consciousness. It's very, yes. very it's, bright and loving. It's really, yeah. Jesus was great. <laughs> this is some real, um, <laughs> real talk. Big thoughts, big thoughts, <laughs> big declarations <laughs> coming from this podcast episode. Jesus was great. You heard it here. <laughs> and I'm a Jew. I mean, Jews, there's a lot of Jews who really appreciate Jesus. Well, yeah. And, um, I think there's a lot of pagans who really don't at all. And oh, I, really? and that, yeah. Well, because, um, there, is so much negativity uh, surrounding Christianity in so many parts of our country. Mm. I mean, in all parts of our country to some extent. But like when I went to the Florida Pagan Gathering, it was like photography was against the rules because people were afraid that, you know, if they were – if it was public that they were at a Pagan Gathering, then their kids would be – bullied or you know it's it's pretty intense and so as as the you know the icon of that religion uh Mm -hmm. people have bitterness toward jesus Mm -hmm. who i think probably would have bitterness toward a lot of christianity definitely i mean yeah no i don't don't know if he would be bitter but he would probably not be (laughs) i'd love that that would be a good bitter jesus bitter jesus coming (laughs) This is not what I wanted. <laughs> but I think it wasn't. I, I mean, don't think, yeah. So it's we, not. Um, 
So they hold it against the the big G's. And it's not like, the big cheese. Not the necessarily big like the Bible was written by people. I mean, so it's yeah. not like I'm saying like so many Christians say that it's all just like divinely inspired and it's literally mm-hmm. true. And so yeah, when I'm talking yeah. about Jesus, I'm talking about the energy I tap into when I tap into Jesus. I'm not talking about yeah. Christ consciousness. Yes, not, that's what I'm not yes. the words literally. Yeah. I mean, there's also a lot of Christians who who don't think it's literal. Right. Who are totally open and open to yeah. other religions and Yeah. So, yeah. So I like Jesus, I like Krishna, I like Buddha, yeah, I like Mother Mary, sure. I like Aphrodite. So, mm-hmm. it's not No, I'm, we're I'm not you're, telling you're you polyamor- I'm we're polyamorous with our um I like <laughs> it. I like figures. that. take them all take what you like yep and move on um all right well hopefully that made sense because that was the energy report (laughs) i think you should always say that at the end (laughs) i hope that made sense (laughs) because that was the energy report (laughs) that's what you get you get what you get and you don't get upset okay so now it's time for Practical magic sound effects. <laughs> Someday we'll stop mentioning Pause there's for a sound, sound effect attached to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be so used to them then. But yeah. um, so this week, this week practical magic is really. I'm feeling like this is important for everybody right now. Centering, integrating, harmonizing, hmm. balancing, yeah. and resting. I mean, goodness, I need it. Yeah, all of those things. All of what you just said. Yeah, Yeah. I think all of us. It's like we're all. Yeah, I mean, for one reason or another, but um, Saturn retrograde that we're still going through, Neptune's about to go retrograde, Um, Jupiter, Mm. Pluto, and Pluto are also retrograde, and it's like we're just having so much that we're examining and healing from and wanting to create and ways we want to transform things we want to change about our lives and then just things that are coming up that we're going through so mm-hmm. for that this week some things you can do one of them is to set the intention to balance and calibrate your energy and then to walk barefoot on grass or sand okay Hugely powerful energy healing. It helps you align with Mm. the vibration of the earth. It grounds you just generally has this amazing effect on your energy field. So that's one. To walk barefoot on the earth. Yep. To walk barefoot on the earth. I do that every day with these dogs. Oh, good. Well, that's (laughs) really good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, be... you know. Oh, oh go ahead. No, I you was go. just gonna. This actually relates to what we were saying before. Is especially like in high school, I was super spacey, and I didn't wear shoes to school. I mean, I you know was in California, so it wasn't like I was in cold, cold places. But um, I didn't wear shoes for like the whole year. And looking back later, like my junior year, I think it was maybe senior year. Looking back later, I realized like I was trying to ground myself. Oh, because I just never. I had like a pair in my um bag in case a teacher made me put on shoes. Did they sometimes <laughs> make you put on shoes? Sometimes they did if they noticed. Mm. But and then I had like real like I only had like moccasins like really just the thinnest shoes. Yeah. 
Yeah, so interesting. Anyway, yeah. That um, mm-hmm. reminds me of how when I was in high school, there I went through a period where I wanted to wear fairy wings every day. <laughs> so maybe like I was, the yeah, maybe like I was trying to, to fly and I wanted to get airier. Yeah. That's funny. I actually had them on during my photo, my junior year photo. Oh, it was like it was the first year. year. Oh, really? That's so funny. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It was like when fairy wings were first available. I like right, jumped on the bandwagon <laughs> right away as soon as I saw them for sale at oh Halloween. I was like, I need those so in my life. Funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. So move on with practical magic. Um, yeah. So grounding. Wait, but first you said calibrate your energy. Yes. How do you do? How would you suggest? So, so set, just setting the intention to do that and then walking barefoot is one mm. way. Another way is okay. what I was, uh, foreshadowing earlier, which was when I was feeling tired and wired, I felt like, okay, integrating, um, balancing, calibrating. And I, what I did was I took a clear quartz point and I put it in my left hand and then a black tourmaline and I put it in my right hand. Mm. I posted about this on Instagram and then oh, yes. my I mini spell of the week. Uh-huh. And then I just took some deep breaths and relaxed, kind of meditated. And it was so balancing to have oh, that wow. combination of crystals. And it's a kind of a similar similar feeling to walking barefoot on earth. So if you're in the southern hemisphere and it's really cold out, not the time to go barefoot on the sand or the grass, you could maybe try that. Mm-hmm. Either hemisphere, it'll work. What about like sitting in the grass and meditating with those crystals? Oh, yep. That's a great idea. I Double love it. Double it up. Yep. <laughs> And even one more thing you can add. This is, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to do all three of these. You could just do one, you could mm-hmm. do two. Um, but I noticed that this same energy I'm talking about right now, I used a lotion I have, which is patchouli mm. and mint together. Oh, that sounds good. It's really good. It's patchouli basil mint. I'll put a link oh, in the show notes. Yes. I think um, I need that. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, I, I know some people really hate patchouli. So don't mm-hmm. force yourself to wear patchouli if you hate it. <laughs> That's not what I I'm implying. I know, yeah. me too. But it it's like so deeply ground. Nothing grounds me. I mean, as far as aromatherapy goes, nothing grounds me like patchouli. And it's instant. Well, have you – I have this um, mugwort oil that's supposed to be – it's called mugwort dream oil. We can put it in there too. Oh, the okay. Notes. But um, – oh, yeah. should write that down. But um, I use it just for – it's just become kind of like a part of my ritual before reading. I just put some on my tattoo of my cat and I rub it in, but it smells so good and oh. it's so grounding. It also has sage in it. Um, I think that's it. I think it's just mugwort and sage. And I realized like I want to start wearing this as like a perfume. I don't even know if it would last, but it smells so good to me. It's patchouli-esque, I guess. Oh. Patchouli adjacent. Um, but I just love how it smells. So do you mean before when you read before bed? Oh, sorry. I meant before I do a reading. Oh, before, before you do a, a reading. Oh, yes. I yes. see. Like I get in my position. I put on my oil because it's dream oil. So mugwort, you know about mugwort. Yes. It's, it's supposed to connect you to like lucid dreaming and the other realms and um, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it would be really good for sleep magic to wear yes, that same and- stuff. Yeah, my kids actually like to put it on um, <laughs> and try to meet each other in lucid dreams. Oh, I love but- <laughs> that. 
Does it work? Um, they have not met each other in lucid <laughs> dreams yet. <laughs> but they both lucid dream. Oh. And my daughter has had like it's interesting because she is so not um airy at all. She's very cerebral. But she's had experiences like she said she's when she was younger where she would leave her body like she saw herself in bed. So oh. kind of lucid dreamy and um like or what is that astral, astral travel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she also used to see she said that she used to see rainbows, so she was used to see auras around people and oh, it yeah. scared her. Oh, I and did I when like, I was what? little. Both those things when I was little. Really? I, my mom said – I don't actually remember it, but my mom said oh. that I referred to the colors around people's heads and shoulders oh, like that. Wow. And then she realized that she, I thought everyone could see them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I had recurring dreams when I was like three or four that I got out of bed, walked out the front door, and walked outside onto my street like every night. And I would get wow. lost. And then I would find myself – they were nightmares. <laughs> really scary. <laughs> yeah. But I really mm-hmm. do think now that they were astral – I was astral oh, traveling. wow. Yeah, I wish she had told me at the time because I would have been like, let's get into it. Don't lose it. Oh. You know? I would have like tried to do things to help her keep it. Yeah, know? that's interesting she, that they scared yeah. her too, that we both yeah. had that experience. Yeah. But anyway, I think it does help – her lucid dream maybe i don't know but they put it on anyway it's uh, it's very grounding so i recommend yeah and i know when i burn sage in my bedroom before bed i sleep so much better often Uh, i mean that off if i'm having trouble sleeping then and i do that it really helps Oh, okay that's good to know yeah so yeah oh was there what's our next step in practical magic that's it that's oh, it. That was I mean, it yeah i mean Great. that's, that's the, enough just to think of that intention and then it doesn't have to be one of those things but just like yeah. to be aware of taking care of your energy and as much as you can yeah. to rest it, it okay. you know i know you have stuff to do everyone has stuff to do and so mm-hmm. i'm not saying to not do the things you need to do but if yeah. you can at any point if you can make the decision to rest instead then do mm-hmm. that okay i love that that's my favorite kind of homework. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I have it. That I'll remember for this week. Um, all right. So should we move on to where we? Oh wait, housekeeping. housekeeping. Now we do housekeeping. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you can reach us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. Yes. Right. And where else? And you can email us at magicmondaypodcast at gmail. Yep. And you can find the show notes at uh, tesswhitehurst.com and then click on Magic Monday Podcast. Okay, great. Oh, and please – oh, we should talk – You did you get oh, the stuff for the Didn't get the yet? stuff yet. It didn't come in the mail yet. Well, I'll, I'll check on we're it. We're just going to keep like a year from now. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's going to happen and we are going to have it. But what is We're it? not lying to you. We promise. But what we're referring to is that we're oh. doing a raffle for if whoever has left us an iTunes review, which – Oh my gosh, thank you so much for all the reviews. We love them so much. Yeah. We love we them. We get so excited with each one and 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 the stars. If you just want to leave a five star, we Rating. love that too. Yeah. You and that's aren't quicker. in the raffle, but we still are forever grateful. Yes. Um, but so what are we giving away? We are giving away so Llewellyn Worldwide, my publisher, they are sending us the Mermaid Tarot Kit. That's the great. book and the t- 
there's two books that they're sending, Energy Wellness for Your Pet and Herb Bundles for Energy Cleansing. Great. So you, we're, who someone will get that who has left us a review. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you more details number. when we have the products to give yes. you. And then we'll yes. tell you how to enter after we figure out how to enter. <laughs> after we figure it out. <laughs> Um, and where can they find you, Tess Whitehurst? At Tess4444 oh, four, 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 oh, four, uh-huh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. four fours. Mm-hmm. And um, TessWhitehurst.com is my website. I'm also mm-hmm. on YouTube and Facebook oh. and Twitter. You can find all of those links at my website, which is TessWhitehurst.com. Are you regularly on those areas? I am. Yeah. Oh, you sound upset about it. Well, it's just a lot of, it's a big time commitment. <laughs> it's a lot of my job. It's a lot. I feel like that, like a lot of authors feel like that's a lot of what they oh, do yeah. with their day. Um, and you can also get your books on your website and Amazon, right? You, you have can. So many great books. Thank you. Yes, you can. Uh, um, I didn't even know you were on Twitter and you're on Facebook besides your good vibe tribe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have a public page. Oh, okay. Um, the Good Vibe Tribe also is really great, and you should do it. It's a membership service, and you can try it for a month for free, and she's great. Thanks. Yeah, it's the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts. We've got online mm-hmm. workshops and live web chats every Tuesday. And- I should have my daughter – um, look at your at the Good Vibe Tribe because she's obsessed with Hogwarts and anything related to schools of magic. Yeah, so love it. Yeah, she might like some of the workshops. I think she would. Um, and you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can book a reading, sign up for my newsletter, and um, my blog is not that active. But I am not on Facebook or Twitter. I am on Instagram at highestlighthealing. And her readings are really incredible. They're oh, energy healing. She's very tuned in. I keep, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I've been, I've referred to that reading to Ted. Aww. Like, like Natasha said. <laughs> That's so nice. Thank you. I'm really glad. It really makes me happy. Um, especially oof, today was a hard one. Sometimes it's hard when you have to deliver bad news about us pets. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love hearing that I help people. Um, so now let us pick, we will each pick a card from an Oracle deck and we'll see how it plays out for us in the coming week. I'm going to do our standard Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette Baron reed Mine is standard st- too, Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by <laughs> Colette Baron reed <laughs> We should like write to the Fuck It Diet lady. I think her name's Caroline Dooner. And, yeah. And, um... I hope you should link to her in the show notes like every time. You're right. I should. I do. Yeah. I have many times. So okay. <laughs> I will for sure this time. And Colette Baron Reed because we should have them on here and just fangirl over them. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, okay. So we're going to, I'm going to pick one for our week. What wisdom can we use for our week? Let us see. I got message in a bottle. Oh, is there a, is that a, no, that's, what kind of bird is that? Is that a pelican? Um, <laughs> Do it we looks, know? I, it's hard. Yeah, it looks like a pelican. I think it's a pelican. A pelican picking up a bottle. So let's see what they have to say about it. Please hold while I look. 
Boy, I'm going to every page except that one. Okay. Spirit sends you signs when you ask for them, when you believe you will receive them, and when you allow yourself to become fluent in the language of symbols, oracles, and omens. They may come to you as a bird flying by, a logo on a truck, and a song on the radio. Expect confirmation that you're pointed in the right direction. Keep your ears open for someone might say just the right thing that will give you the answer to your query. Today, that your message is spirit hears you, and the reply is favorable. Nice. I love this deck also because it's always so encouraging. This wisdom of the Oracle deck. It always feels like real positive. Yeah, so pay attention to like numbers you see on license plates, if you see a um animal more than once, if you mm-hmm. hear an author more than yes. once, you know, maybe yes. you should check out their book. Yeah. Um I have to say I do I have noticed that sometimes people get a little anxious about signs that like they're like I haven't seen a sign the universe isn't sending me signs so I just want to say that I do love the idea of being playful with signs and being open to the synchronicities but don't stress out if you're not seeing signs it doesn't mean you're not in sync or you're not aligned yeah and also that's what oracle cards are for <laughs> what do you mean they that you can you, you can ask for a sign and then oh, draw a yeah. card and there's your oh, sign I like that you know? I like that. Yeah. So we're all in line. It's just fun sometimes to look for signs and to know, you know, when, yeah, it's just like extra validation, but you don't need it. I just want to yeah. say that. I also like the I Ching. Have you ever done an I Ching? Oh, you ever yeah. Do- I used to do that when I was a teenager. Yeah, I've done it a lot. I really like it. When It, it depends on the translation, but there's some really great yeah. wisdom in it. Mm-hmm. I've had the same one since I was like... 16, I think. Oh, do you know offhand which tr- translation it is? No, I didn't even know there was more than one. There's a million. Oh, the, really? Yeah, I mean, wow. the the one that you is sort of the classic one in uh, English is called the Wilhelm Baines translation. But hmm. n- that's like know. been around since I don't know how long, for a long time. I feel like mm-hmm. Carl Jung wrote the introduction or something. Oh, wow. I'll look and I'll <laughs> I don't know you. if that's true, but. <laughs> yeah. But, I like it. I should go back to it. It's yeah. It's sometimes really great to yeah. do a eaching reading. But so I got, this is not as encouraging, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, ha- we have to like think about it in a positive and constructive way. So right. it's mm-hmm. called the prison mm-hmm. waif. And oh, I drew it upside down. So, mm. oh, boy. <laughs> so it's the challenge. Self sabotage poverty consciousness mm. is the so it's just reminding us, you know, to be aware of that and to yeah. let it go. So the the message that is in the book is are you a prisoner of worry, distrust, cynicism, mm. and fear? Do you constantly tell yourself that there's not going to be enough? Or mm-hmm. do you see only lack and poverty wherever you look? Mm-hmm. Perhaps your expectations of negative results and repercussions serve to keep you imprisoned by your own thoughts. Do you feel that you're not allowed success in life? When the prison waif comes as your challenger, he warns you that you're now seeing in your life the results of those negative thoughts and expectations. If you don't like what you see, it's time to transform the way you see it. This is what you were talking about. I know. Yeah. If, if you aren't happy with your life, change your thoughts. That alone Mm -hmm. has the power to change your life difficulties are learning curves right now just remember that this prison won't hold you for long take time to learn about mistakes the lessons ensure later and greater success 
I mean, I feel okay about this. One. Good, good, good. This isn't like that time I pick. I forget. Oh, chaos. And- like chaos and <laughs> conflict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one I feel like really is what I was talking about. Like, so it's just more confirmation. It's a sign. Yeah. To just yeah, that you have the power. You're not a victim. You can change it up. You don't have to be a victim to your energy patterns. Your or whatever thought patterns, belief patterns, you can you can break out of that prison. Whatever you have created, you can uncreate. That's right. Even if you weren't the one who initially created it, like I was saying, my dad, yeah, um, kind of like got it in there. But I agreed to it; otherwise, it wouldn't have been on in there. So yeah, you can change it. You can disagree with it and decide. You know what? I don't want this in my space anymore. Dance. Maybe we should all practice dancing every day this week. Oh, yeah. Laughing, watching something funny, whatever it is. All right. Well, I feel good about it. Oh, and we may actually not be here next week. We aren't sure. We have to see because um, our wonderful producer may be out of town. Yeah, we're going to see if we can get a substitute producer who would oh, be yes. my partner, Ted. <laughs> so much support. Yeah, we'll see. So we may, if if you don't hear from us next week, that's why. But communicate with us in the meantime, and we'll be on Instagram. And um, yeah. That's yeah, and we'll be back. Yes, and maybe even next week. Yeah, All right, happen. thanks. For, yeah, thanks for listening. Okay, have a good week. That made sense. (laughs) I think you should always say that at the end.